So welcome back after a long haul to Reality Check Chat. We're delighted to be here and we're coming to you from rural northeastern Pennsylvania and the heart of West Virginia. And I'm Barbara Scott. And I'm Judy Herschel. It's good to be back. And I'm Liz Kearney. Good to be here too. In the heart. In the heart of West Virginia. A recent move. We decided that the three of us would just try to keep you engaged in the 2024 election, which is dear to our hearts, and how important it is for President Biden to be reelected. And he's been really quite a good president. And we want to point out some ways that you can talk to your friends and talk to your family and get them thinking about it and engaged in how important it is to protect our democracy from you know who. Who? (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the bad things that we want to protect us from, Judy? Oh, my goodness. So the Biden um, campaign just announced today that Biden's going to go full force in reminding people of all of the horrible things that Trump has done. Because unbeknownst to us, there's a lot of people that forget about what's going on probably more than we could imagine. And, you know, that's where we could help out is remind people what they can remind their their Republican friends and colleagues of when they mention that they're going to be voting for Trump. Or, so, or if I could just interrupt for a yes, second. Please. Independence. Absolutely. Independence. You know, people that don't want to get involved. I you know I there's people all over the place that have no idea what's going on. So what can we do for this campaign? Each and every one of us can have a conversation, even if it's a quick one. Just remind Republicans of why this is so important and what is actually is at stake because our freedom and our democracy are at stake. A couple things that, that came out recently was the fact that he is basically giving a green light to to Putin to do whatever he wants. His quote about NATO and how he can do whatever he wants to them if they're not adhering to their basic number of percentage that they have to donate towards defense, I guess is his argument. Um, So for the first time, you know, NATO is in jeopardy. And I don't know if you've seen the ad, Barb pointed it out. Great ad, yeah. Absolutely. And I encourage everybody to go to YouTube. It's called Walk Away. It's the recent Biden-Paris ad. And it's a reminder of why NATO is important. And we all know there's going to be no more NATO involvement if Trump gets involved. And also, Um, I think that some people are concerned he doesn't even know how it's funded. Absolutely. He acts as like it's a a protection racket instead of the 2% of GDP or whatever on their own defense. It's their money. It's that they're not paying the U.S. anything. And the U.S. has to do it too. Like everybody needs to assure that they do keep their military well funded and and well-established for their own defense. And then everybody comes to everybody else's defense if need be. I can't imagine a world without that. That's pretty scary to me, really. Right, Um, right. Already a large number of Ukrainian soldiers missing or captured. And one of the reasons is the Republicans in Congress who won't give aid to Ukraine for some reason. I mean, I don't know. Because Marjorie Taylor Greene said not to. No, it just makes no sense. Gave them a, a an immigration bill. We've done everything on our end. They're the ones that are holding it up. And it's only for political reasons. And I think that we need to remind people of that too. What's really on the line right now is a woman's right to choose. I just read Alito yes. is, wants to revisit... Um, Birth control, the morning after pill. Yeah, but Alito wants to revisit same-sex marriage. Yep. Because he says, and I'm going to quote this as soon as I find it, because he says he has concerns that traditional religious views, that's in quotes, would be, quote, labeled as bigots 
rights and treated as such by the government. Oh, they're going to be labeled bigots if they if they say homosexuality is a sin and they that's giving religion in, in the Christian faith a hell of a lot of power in our government. Yeah, that's scary by saying just the opposite. Poor Christians for them. They can't be get away with being bigots Poor Christians. They can't get away with being bigots. Oh, my gosh. There's a, on that topic. You're a Christian. And so, you know, hey. Listen, you could be a Christian and not be an asshole. Exactly. Being a Christian is a personal thing. I don't force it on anybody else. And I'll buy that bumper sticker, Judy. Else. I'll buy that T-shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll buy that T-shirt. That's my million dollar idea right there. <laughs> But the same thing is going on in our library. So there's a big initiative right now, just a little bit of a sidetrack, where <laughs> they want the children's book that talk about same um, sex parents to be hidden because yeah. it's so offensive for a, a whatever religion, you know, the, you know, certain religions that they have to see that when they walk in during Pride Month. And so that's Aww. another example of how you're taking religion and giving preferential treatment, which is what not what we stand for. We have the right to practice whatever religion if we choose not to, but mm -hmm. it can't be forced on our throats. No, here's what I suggest. Don't walk by it. Don't walk by it. Or close your eyes. Bump into the furniture. I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there are things in the library I find offensive, like Bill Buchanan's books and all those nasty books by like, you know, I don't try and get them banned. I just, I, I just ignore them. Tucker Carlson's right? books. Exactly. Bill O'Reilly's books. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. And Rush yeah. Limbaugh. I don't go in and scream. This is, I'm, I'm triggered by this. You know, like, I just ignore it. I walk by. This is, this is America. We all have a right to, it's a free, it's still a free country, pumpkins. You know? Every second of the day, I walk by something that offends me. <laughs> right? In Susquehanna County. Oops, oh, my sorry. goodness gracious. It did my battles. Oh, I have some West Virginia news to share on that topic. Ooh. I just saw a story today that uh, the legislature, which my representative calls the Bad Idea Factory, they have a majority, they have a Republican supermajority in the West Virginia House. They what? Uh, they have a Republican supermajority. Super supermajority. Oh, okay. Supermajority. Super yeah, both, you know, they, they, they have both houses. Yeah. Anyway, right. So they want to have a, a law that that takes away those right those, those protections apparently in place right now, like in like school libraries and libraries. You know, like, like if there are things that somebody could find quote unquote pornographic, the, the librarians and the staff are protected, but they want to remove those protections from the staff. Oh my gosh! So if somebody finds something, they could call quote-unquote pornographic, you know, like Heather Has Two Mommies or that, that book, or um, there's a book called It's Perfectly Normal. It's a very, very, not graphic, but it's a pretty straightforward book about human sexuality for teenagers. And you can see someone objecting to that, but then that law would take away protections for the library staff. And they could be like arrested in, in a, you know, or a hard case scenario. Or something. crazy. And the legislature is actually considering this bill right now. To our audience, you can't see our faces, but all of our mouths just drop. <laughs> right. It's a good description. And we're a little speechless right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh my gosh. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I know. It's just, and then this stuff is... And I just saw a clip somewhere of James Carville, you know, the Democratic yeah. strategist is the right word. Yeah. And he was he was 
a good, really good rant about, he calls them the Christo fascists, you know, like Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House. He says, these people might be real nice to you and seem reasonable, but in their hearts, they are hardcore, hardcore about creating a theocracy. Yeah. And that we can't be complacent. We can't, we just can't not be engaged. I mean, we have to vote. We have to make sure, you know, Biden won last, last time, it was about like 8 million votes or yeah. more than that. I mean, I think we can do that again. Yeah. We can't listen to polls. But we have polls, to get the uh, polls have been wrong. We have to get not only the popular vote, but the uh, electoral, the electoral vote. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, which certain. of course is yeah. the winning vote, but we have to do mm-hmm. both. And we have to come out in big numbers and say, we're, we just can't stand for this anymore. It leaves out, I mean, before we, we end, Judy, uh, I want to read a quote from Richie Torres, who's a New York Bronx congressman, and what he said, because it kind of wraps up some of those things that mm-hmm. Trump did while he was in office. One thing we can say is that recently I read in the Times and someplace else, maybe in The Guardian, about anti-Trump burnout. We can't do, we can't have that anti-Trump burnout until we get rid of the guy. I, um, I get that too. There's days I'm burnout. Yeah. I mean, I understand it completely. 1000. But this yeah. year, you know, we can't, we can't, you know, sit back and let other people do it. So all of us have to do our part. And listen, there, there's so many reasons, but listen, we're three women. Women have to really wake up right now. I, you know, I want to remind just one more thing that that Trump had said that I think really resonates. He was asked, do you believe, do you believe in a punishment for abortion? Yes or no, as a principle. The answer is there has to be some form of punishment. The person asking the question said, for the woman? Yeah, there has to be some form. He said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could. They can check it out. So if women don't understand how how dangerous that is, that one thing right there, we know abortion is that tipping point. There are Republican women that just can't not tolerate it. It's not mm-hmm. huge numbers, but women really got to come together right now over that. You know, in and of itself, absolutely. And I don't even think we should talk about choice. I don't think it should be a choice that is out there. It should be up to the doctor and the and the and the woman and or the woman. I mean, the hell with the doctor. I mean, you know, it's, it seems to me it's up to the woman and then the woman with advice from the doctor. I mean, there, there are a number of times where a doctor is involved because a woman wants the child and is told that it's not viable. So of course, but these Republicans, they're crazy. There's one in a legislator in Tennessee, I think he is, who is trying to put through, uh, you know what, I'm not sure what state it is, but it's some Southern state. He introduced a bill for no abortions, no exceptions, nothing. If a a one-year-old gets pregnant, somebody asks, he's talking like a one-year-old can get pregnant. Honestly. I mean, they're so stupid. So stupid. Yeah. Somebody had a story about a legislator who asked, why can't a woman swallow one of those cameras to check on the baby? Seriously. Seriously, that's what I, I forget where it was. It might have been. A, I saw that baby in the colon. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the level of incomprehension we're dealing with. Not even basic. That's 10th grade anatomy class, high school biology class. We're dealing with a bunch of idiots. That oh. is unbelievable. Isn't that horrible? Oh, is this and an adult? Yes, there's, there's a, some legislators somewhere, I think in the South again. I forget where exactly. It's exactly the same where. guy that, that, that thought you could, that a one-year-old could get pregnant. Probably. Oh, and the whole like, post-birth abortion BS. They yeah. still they still spout that. Nobody, nobody does that. 
Oh, and Judy, I got one more point to add. You talk about engagement. I know people who say it doesn't matter who wins. They're all the same. They're all crooks. To which I always replied, who do you want choosing your Supreme Court justices? Because look at this shit show Trump unleashed with his three appointments. And there's bound to be one or two in the next presidential period. Well, even if not, it makes them beholden to... And I want to go back to a point. I'm going to stop myself and go back to a point, Liz, because... Another big difference, you can't say it's this, you know, there's no difference between they're all crooks. Mm-hmm. Because look at Biden actually has a number of achievements. And the president can't do anything or much, can't do much on his or her own, should we ever have a her in this country. Because the legislature, the Congress, the Senate and the Congress have to be involved. They have to think about the country and our current Congress held by, you know, two, two extra Republicans or three, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't care about the country. Mm-hmm. They don't give two hoots about the country where Biden obviously does. I mean, it's clear. They only care about winning campaigns. Supporting that that man that should never have been president in the first place. So if he wins, women lose their rights. NATO's gone. The security of the world is at, at risk. It gives the bigots and racists and all of them power. Evangelicals get a big seat at the table. And that's only a tip of the iceberg. But he's going to, he's not going to, once, if he gets reelected, he's not going to give a crap about the uh, evangelicals. He's going to give a crap about the corporations. Mm-hmm. He's going to want to make money for everybody. Mm-hmm. But there's money in the evangelicals. They're all intertwined. There I, is. I, I what, guarantee it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But why don't the Republicans understand that Putin will not stop at Ukraine? I know. Don't they? Don't they? They must know a little bit of history about World War II. He's not. I even saw a headline to this this evening. It said there are some islands between Russia and Norway that Russia is going to try to claim is actually Russian territory. They won't so stop. Even, so even Trump's, even I think Trump's BS remarks have encouraged him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. This, and he's also, not going to stop at Ukraine. Yeah. I'm not so sure he would have killed Navalny if, if he wasn't. Right. You know, if he didn't have recognized that he's got support in the United States. Traitorous Car- Tucker Carlson. Why isn't he in jail? That's treason in my world. Yeah. My world, too. Seriously. seriously that, that's treason. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yes. Or for Free speech. <laughs> right. Right. Free as speech. We hate it as much as we hate it. You're, you're free to you're free to be a treasonous bastard. Of course you are. <laughs> but when you're inciting misinformation and you're promoting a dictator, I mean, is that free speech? I mean You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. There's a fine line, but I don't know. And no, nobody's more pro speech than me, but you gotta yeah. question And why doesn't he go live there? Instead of yeah. Maine or wherever the heck. Wouldn't he... that be funny if we didn't let him back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Biden, I'm giving you permission to give an executive order to keep Tucker Carlson the hell out of here. Oh, speaking of those orders, did you see um, John Oliver did? No. He offered Clarence Thomas oh, yeah. a, qu- a quarter of a million dollar RV and a million dollars a year to resign from the Supreme Court. He guaranteed it was like his own money, I think. A million dollars a year for life if you've resigned, like within the next 30 days. It was a 30 day offer. Yeah. (laughs) Where do we chip in? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, Clarence is thinking about it. That's my guess. I hope so. Wouldn't that be funny? No, (laughs) that life doesn't happen like that. Like things like that, that's too good. There's no way. 
then Biden could appoint appoint the next one. Yay! <laughs> anyway, this anyway we have to keep our keep our friends and family engaged. Um, yes, they have to vote. Every stinking vote counts. You know, every time I see John Fetterman somewhere, I, he's really funny on Twitter. I'm like, I helped do that. I voted for him. I helped do that. So your your vote matters. Mm-hmm. folks yeah absolutely <laughs> and uh, it was encouraging that Swoozy or whatever his name is on long island that mm-hmm. got the george santos seat that he you know it wasn't a squeaker he he won by quite a quite a margin like eight percent or seven percent or something like that mm-hmm. yeah we need a good want, margin too yeah i wanted to share representative richie torres is who's a black democrat from new york what he said the nature of Trumpism is to embolden extremism, whether it's badgering an Asian witness about his ethnic loyalties or dehumanizing a cabinet secretary or accusing a Muslim woman of treason or describing a black man as a thug. Republican members of Congress are crossing lines that should never be crossed. Mr. Torres said the sad reality was that the extreme elements have concluded that racism might be bad morals but it's good politics. Instead of representing what is best about America, he said, Congress increasingly represents what is worst. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we can wipe the tears from our eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I don't get it. So we not only need to reelect Biden, we need to get a Congress that's in the control mm-hmm. of the Democrats for the time being until there's an actual second party in our two-party system. Right now, there's really only the Democrats. We're the only party. I don't know what you call the Republicans, but they're not a political party. Mm-hmm. And they're dwindling. I mean, they seem powerful. And the polls, I can't stand the polls and every media outlet. You know, they interview it. They, they maybe pull a thousand people. And they're like, U.S. says 60 percent of U.S. citizens say they believe in Trump. But you interviewed a thousand people and tell me how you found them. I still can't find any good. Inf- I got to dig this dig deeper. If they found a thousand people with phone lines who answered their phone, who is that? That's is a that? bunch of old white people. You know, I just want to see see how, how this polling works exactly. Right. You know, it, it drives me crazy. Though they'll cite them all like the, like on the Bible. Like this is a big. This is truth. This is what the American people say. No, it's not what the American people. It's what your your very select few of interviewees said. Mm-hmm. I, want, yeah. I want that to stop. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm hoping that with all of his legal stuff. Mm-hmm. And all the times he's putting his foot in his, his mouth mm-hmm. and them not giving Ukraine funding and, mm-hmm. you know, all the issues that are going on, that there's a tipping point right now. I, I'm hoping to God that, that there is. So the, the the Republican Party, because I'm surrounded by Republicans all day long, knows that they're dysfunctional. They're not the Republican Party that they used to be. So there are different facets of even the Republican Party at at a local level, and they're they're not getting along with one another. So that has to result in something too. At the end of the day, will they vote for Trump or will they explode? I don't know. But at, you know, as far as that's concerned, they're they're not united as a party whatsoever. Well, uh, that's what that's what uh, you know. I read about it. I read about in the Times recently about how there are five factions in the Republican Party, and you're saying that, and then they all vote to uh, impeach oh. Mayorkas. It's including Brian Fitzpatrick, who I hope loses his seat, uh, a moderate Republican in uh, what's his county? I don't know, down by Montgomery County or something or or Bucks County. I don't know. He's he's in a I think he's in a swing area. I think the Republicans have to stop voting for him. 
I mean, somebody that would vote for that just to, to keep their party vote together based on nothing. And you heard about the, the so-called whistleblower who's now been indicted for lying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need to remind people about that, too. Yeah, absolutely. He was, a cre he was a credible witness and he's got so much information and it was all BS. Yeah. You know, it's 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 almost overwhelming. <laughs> we talk about the fatigue, it's overwhelming, but we got to keep moving. We do. Yeah. For sure. And we're going to have we're going to be having a, a an issue forum on April 27th uh, in Susquehanna County here. The Democrats are. And if you're listening and you're interested, please join us. We're going to be talking about uh, women's health. Judy's going to be leading that discussion. We're going to be talking about saving our democracy. Ed Zygmunt's going to be leading that discussion. And we're going to be talking about uh, education and the importance of education and our public education system and, and in Pennsylvania and in, in the country. And Lori Bonner's going to be leading that discussion. And any questions you come up with for another possible issues forum, because we didn't have space for a fourth because I sort of wanted to talk about immigration. We can do a whole podcast on immigration and how misunderstood it is and, and the legislation, the crazy legislative extremes that are happening in the Senate and the Congress that they work to Biden does a compromise that is beyond his beliefs and Democrats beliefs and the Democrats were going to vote for it, even though it's not something they want. So they could get aid for Ukraine and Israel and Taiwan and and then they decided they didn't want their own bill. I mean, really. Well, Trump's got them running scared. They're afraid yeah. of crossing him. They're afraid of probably the vitriol that would come, come their way from him and his his minions. Yeah, it's scary. Doesn't make a lot of sense considering mm -hmm. his, his, his electoral mm -hmm. losses. Mm -hmm. Court losses, which are mounting. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. I'm a little upset at Fonny Will. <laughs> Fonny, but... Yeah. yeah, that's another story, isn't it? That's it another is podcast. That's another yeah. podcast. Something to keep everybody abreast on. Last time we had a presidential election in, in the state of Pennsylvania, and this happens throughout the the entire country, we got bombarded with the craziest lawsuits. And, and they were suing about anything. And what happens is, is when you sue the Commonwealth, even if it's not your county doing anything, you get involved in the lawsuit. So each of these lawsuits are 50 $100,000 just to get out of them. So it racks up a lot of money. They do it to just hold up the courts. They do it to prolong the the uh, election. They, they do it to make a mess. So the Supreme Court, it, it, it won't review sanctions against lawyers that were taking advantage of that, that there's a lot of evidence to show they were just doing it to hold up the election. So the Supreme Court is saying, you know what, we're not going to hold them liable. It is what it is. Lawyers can do whatever they want. What Supreme so, Court, the U.S. or the Pennsylvania? This is the, hold on, it is, no, it's in another state. The Supreme oh. Court of Michigan. Oh. Same things are happening everywhere. So it's very pertinent because these things are happening here. I believe that that there's, there are, there's some conversations having right now, they're, they're having right now to limit that. There's some things going on at a state level, but the, these different lawsuits completely mess with the, the function of the election. So it's my opinion, and what the big argument is, is that not only are they they filing these lawsuits, maybe to make change, maybe not, they're disrupting the election and doing it on purpose. And Michigan but, is setting a precedent to say, you know what, we're staying out of it. So that's a little scary. It's not something you hear about in the news. I see it firsthand. I see it in Pennsylvania. So it's something that we've got to watch. So I just wanted to mention that. Pennsylvania needs to change the 
filing. It's so cheap and easy to object to results of an election in this state. You know, anybody can do it, basically. I don't know how many signatures there need, two or something. And it's only like $25 or something. So, hmm. you know, a lot of that, that has to change. And also the fact that counties that decided not to, to certify until way after the deadline, which holds up the election and that they, they could start doing things like that. And of course, election officials are the experienced ones don't want to do it anymore because they being they get all these death threats. The guy in uh, the Republican guy in uh, Maricopa County in Arizona just quit because of that. He said, you know, I'm tired of the death threats. My family, I want to spend some time with my family and uh, I just I just can't take it anymore. And harder and harder. You yeah, know, for, for to get volunteers. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lawsuit right now in Pennsylvania by a Republican group that wants all of the mail in ballots, which you have until eight o'clock to get those in that night of election, to be returned at that point to the municipalities. They then count them and then you bring them back to the courthouse. Now that's impossible. There is absolutely no way. They would have to work 24 hours straight because once you start an election, you can't stop. I mean, there's a process to for the mail-ins, but it's impossible to do that. So so that's going to hold up certain things if that continues, but that's going on right now. So, so, so take mail-in ballots and give them to the poll place wherever. Yes. So you deliver them there. Now, remember, they're not allowed to leave until they bring everything back. So you'd have to transport them to the 40 some different municipalities in Susquehanna. They then have to count them and then they have to bring them back. There's no reason for it. There's not been one situation where there's been foul play where that you know needed to happen. I'll keep you posted. That's going to be one of about five, six, seven. Oh, my gosh. And that's just crazy. 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 Yeah. OK. Can we do, can we do a whole podcast of us shaking your heads going crazy? crazy we haven't talked in a while and you know i don't vet a whole lot about this once it comes out you start to realize oh my mm-hmm. god yeah. the fuck? <laughs> no, yeah. we're not. we'll get through it the women yeah. are going to unite we're going to persevere and they're uh and their male uh yes counterparts counterparts mm-hmm. because there are a lot of men that are absolutely with women on this absolutely yeah. there are a lot of men that are ridiculous about it but there are a lot of men that are with women on this absolutely yeah. a lot of good men out there yeah. a lot of good people out there too we have to remember that yeah yeah surrounded they, by- they just yeah. have to be, keep we have to all keep engaged and if it all goes well then you know we'll mm-hmm. feel good you know we might have another coup attempt i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> another yeah. attack on the capital who knows <laughs> We don't want those hostages getting away with <laughs> whatever. Those political prisoners. <laughs> yes, those political prisoners. Those hostage. Those tourists. <laughs> we don't want they them were just tourists away, uh, attacking our capital. Peaceful oh protest. <laughs> well, we go get them to shake our heads again. It's a whole podcast. The whole it's mouths drops, shaking heads, rolling eyes. <laughs> Hand on the forehead, looking down. That's good. We need to do visuals all day. <laughs> Visual podcast. But we're back. We're back, and it's wonderful to see you, Liz. We haven't seen you in a long time. I've seen Judy, but uh, we haven't seen you, and it's wonderful to see you, even though it's not in the flesh. It's good to be back in front of the screen. <laughs> With a microphone. Yeah. Okay, so I'll try to get this out pretty soon. 
and we can get going. And we'll, we're going to try and keep a regular schedule and uh, see what happens. Okay. Okay. Thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to all our listeners, subscribers, and share our podcast. We'd love to have you share our podcast. Okay.